A single campus for the Department of Homeland Security is one step closer. The National Capital Planning Commission has approved a 600,000-square-foot headquarters for the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. It'll be located at the DHS St. Elizabeth's West Campus and is the first building to move forward under an updated master plan for the campus. Now, that plan, first conceived under the George W. Bush administration, still has budget and schedule challenges. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with the latest. Jory, what do we know about this new CISA building that's planned? Well, right off the bat, it's easily the biggest new construction that we have heard about in this new campus. It's going to be 600,000 square feet once it's completed. Uh, It's a pretty contemporary design here. Uh, The best way to describe it, I think, is a couple of shipping containers stacked on top of each other. A lot of rectangles that are not neatly joined up with one another. Sounds beautiful. But the, the main aspect here that the National Capital Planning Commission keyed in on here is that it does blend in with some of the historical elements of the campus that it's right up against. And for a lot of those reasons, that's why the commission went ahead with the plan and GSA and DHS are, are looking to, to break ground on that at some point. So it will not be your basic Georgian or neoclassical type of federal building then, will it? No, no. The, the federal building uh, portfolio spans a whole lot of different architecture schemes, but in this case, it'll be uh, something something a little bit different. Well, hopefully it won't be hideous 70s brutalism. And what about the CISA headquarters? What does that all mean for the rest of that whole campus? Well, this is the first major construction that the St. Elizabeth's campus will be moving forward with. The other building that's still in the works is one for the DHS Intelligence and Analysis Division. Plans on that are still TBD, but it'll be significantly smaller than this building. Um, But it's really DHS and GSA putting their best foot forward on this project, which certainly has lingered for years and years. We heard from Christy Tunstall-Williams. She's the director of GSA's Historic Preservation and Arts Division. And she told the commission that the CISA headquarters really helps tie together some of the disparate elements of the whole campus. Here's what she had to say about that. This building is perhaps one of the most challenging buildings on the campus in terms of siting, location. There are some stability issues. The building is both acting as a retaining wall as well as a building. It's also a primary transition point. It is largely in the center of campus, and it is making sort of vast topographical changes from the lower campus to the upper campus. That sounds like a heavy-duty set of requirements for that building. In some ways, it's like the Coast Guard, which is set into the hill and looks like it's holding it up, as well as simply being there. Four men function there. (laughs) We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. And this campus idea, actually, it's more than 10 years. I mean, I remember walking through the empty, hollow halls of the old hospital with the then administrator of GSA, Lorita Doan, <laughs> hearing her footsteps from her high heels echo off the walls. Tell us about more of the long-standing challenges they've had here. Between the executive branch and Congress, it's kind of been a Lucy in the football moment where the DHS and GSA come forward with plans for this campus. And then Congress uh, ultimately has kind of hollowed out those requests in terms of funding. At this point, we're looking at the campus to be completed around 2026. But it's worth zooming out and looking at the fact that Congress has appropriated less than half the funding that GSA and DHS has requested over the life cycle of this project. And that has some ramifications for this new construction. GSA officials say that the CISA headquarters will be built to specifications, a hard limit really of $350 per square foot. You do the quick math on that, that's a $210 million building. And the good news is that's pretty close to the request that DHS and GSA put in for fiscal 2021. But of course, we haven't had a comprehensive 21 spending plan put forward and Congress is still wrestling with that. 
we also heard from one of the commissioners, Mina Wright, who is the director of the Office of Planning and Design Quality at GSA's Public Building Service. And she added a caveat here that, of course, GSA always has budget constraints with what they design and they construct. But she did note that as far as the square footage specifications here, as far as spending, she's never seen anything quite like that. We have never been given such explicit direction down to the square foot. That's unusual. So I think that was a shot across the bow that we paid attention to and we will hew as closely as possible. Yeah, so that means lots of linoleum tile squares instead of nice carpeting. What were some of the original goals of this whole consolidated DHS in the first place? We almost forget those, don't we, Jory? Yeah, it's easy to lose sight of those. There's a long litany of DHS secretaries who have seen this spread out footprint of DHS and all its subcomponents. And it's a really simple wish for a lot of them wanting to have easier meetings, being able to convene the heads of all these different subcomponents and not have to worry about them traveling across the entire DMV area here. And, you know, of course, for an agency that is, relatively speaking, pretty young, less than 20 years old, I think a lot of officials have expressed a consolidated campus would mean a a sense of unity for the agency. And as far as brass tacks here, there's also a, a real opportunity, or there was at least, to consolidate all these leases, all the expensive leases that these subcomponents have occupied. The idea was between 2016 and 2020. DHS, about 70% of their leases would have expired then, and that was an opportunity to save millions. But with all these budget and scheduling challenges, that just really hasn't come into focus. And I think at this point, a lot of people have St. Elizabeth's fatigue that, you know, the the original vision of this is maybe not going to come into focus. But a lot of people are kind of wistful of what could have been. And case in point, we heard from Commissioner Linda Argo. She's a former American University Assistant Vice President, and she's also a former D.C. government official. And at this meeting, she said that this is, at this point, probably the best that we could hope for, given such a long process. When I was part of the D.C. government, I took many trips out to the St. Elizabeth campus and have walked those hills and got excited about ideas that never came to fruition. So really happy uh, to see this project on this particular place. And what about the other DHS subcomponents? Anyone else moving over? Well, speaking of this vision not really coming into focus 100%, uh, a lot of subcomponents have gone their own way at this point, just realizing that these leases were expiring and they couldn't really take a risk on moving into a headquarters that's not complete yet. Case in point, the Transportation Security Administration has gone its own way and is built as a headquarters in Springfield, Virginia, and Citizenship and Immigration Services is in suburban Maryland. And meanwhile, the Federal Emergency Management Agency story that we broke last year is also going its own way. It's going to remain in long-term lease office space in Southwest DC. It did at one point have plans to move to St. Elizabeth's, but has since scrapped those plans. All right. So for TSA, the big question is, do I go around the Beltway or do I go through DC to get to headquarters? Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. 
Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.